0: This week, parades, baked goods, Jesus, and the impending robot takeover. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report.
1: Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me as always, Phil Causey. Phil. Hello, and happy end of the holidays. I don't yes. think
2: you can claim least important. Like, surely there's got to be somebody else worse at this than you.
0: Uh, Well, no, that's our tagline. That's like our our jokey joke. Right, but he's he's challenging the accuracy of yeah, the tagline. Yeah, I'm
2: just saying, like, well, it, I seems like it, it seems like a bit of hyperbole. That's all I'm saying.
0: <sighs> well, I, I'm <laughs> outraged at our guests. Uh, fucking. Dude, Sandy, I saw a carjacking this week. Really? In person. I was walking out of uh, a fantastic comedy venue in Queens, Creek, Creek in the Cave, which a lot of people spend time at. Lovely venue. And I was walking over, because I live in North Greenpoint, which is across the bridge that's right near the venue. And I just saw a dude, Grand Theft Auto, another guy. Like, 30 feet from me. How did you know it was... Here's the thing, I didn't. Because it's the, the guy, like, opened the door for him. Yeah. So, like, I thought he was, like, one of his buddies, and they were fucking around. And then... Uh, the guy stands up and gets out of the car and the other guy gets in and the car just speeds off. And the dude looks at me and just like shrugs and he's like, mm, like he, like he was like horrified. Wait, did he have a gun? He must've. Well, that's what the guy told me. Cause I, I, I the guy looks at me, and he goes, Hey, do you have like a phone? And I was like, Hey man, it's cold out. Let's get Wait, you. You saw
1: it. You didn't see a gun. Well,
0: here's the thing. The guy, he didn't pull out a gun and point it, but apparently he like did like the, like the coat thing where he like, like revealed the gun, like that he had one. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I said to the guy after his car spit off. Because he says to me, hey, do you have a phone? I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's cold out. Let's get you inside. So I brought him to the bar and I bought him a drink. And I'm like, here, you know, we'll use the phone there. And I think this I is, my all, best all, to this is down. all
1: racket that they have for you to, for, to get people to buy him a drink. I think this is all really, about getting a beer. You, you think you so? can
2: afford a car in New York and can't afford his
0: own beer? Especially <laughs> at the creek in the cave where it's like <laughs> three or four dollars. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you, I don't understand the, the guy shows you a gun. I'd be like, at least have the courtesy to take out the gun. If See, gonna... the thing is, is that we, all, we all talk tough, and I was talking
0: to the guy about this, and the guy, here's the thing, we all talk tough in the moment. Yeah. Oh, I'm in, definitely doing well, that. No, no, I like, would like, never, In the I moment, would... I'd probably wuss out and do what he did. We I'd all talk tough, wussy. like, oh, yeah, I'll block the gun and karate chop him or whatever. No, fuck that.
2: When I was in high school, a kid flashed a gun at me in another car. And it was one of the scariest moments. Like, it, you're, you're flushed with fear. It's like you just want to get
1: away. Knowing that from, there's a guy, you're from Montana and you own guns. So I wh- didn't have one like...
2: on me. And okay. he, he flashed a handgun at me from, like, it was like he was threatening me and messing with me
0: uh, intentionally. By the way, uh, our third voice today is the Montana native Jeff McBride.
2: Yes. Hello. Welcome to the
0: show. In case you're wondering yeah. who that is, uh, Jeff's a very interesting person that we know, very good friend of ours. Oh,
1: shucks and he's a terrific comedian
0: so, yeah so you here's, back to what you were saying a second ago just being in the vicinity of a gun is jarring if you're not used to it Yeah. you know what I mean and that kind of sounds like that's what you were going through and what you, this guy went through
2: well I, I mean the, y- your brain recognizes the context of the danger uh, it's mm-hmm. one thing if somebody pulls a gun out to show you like, oh, have you seen my gun? And you're mm-hmm. friends and you're hanging out. It's a whole other thing when you don't expect to see a gun and someone pulls a shiny gun out and brandishes it at brandishes it at you. That's like you, your brain immediately recognizes it as major danger. Uh, it's totally yeah. terrifying. You're, you're in fight or flight instantaneously. Yeah, your primal
0: instincts kick yeah, the fuck in. Yeah. So as much as as yeah, as much as, you know, we'd like to say, oh, at least take it out. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Not until you've no. been in that situation. And especially if it's somebody who, if somebody's going to show you a gun, chances are it takes them two to three seconds to just take it out and use it. So you don't want to like antagonize the situation.
1: Yeah, guns are so intimidating. They You only really hear the verb brandish used in context of <laughs> guns. Sometimes <laughs> they'll say brandish a or, weapon.
2: Or potentially a rapier. <laughs> A rapier? Yes, it's a type of sword. Yeah, it's a
1: sword. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: you would brandish a rapier. I've uh, never heard brandish a rapier. What unfortunate is that that name for the, a
1: sword <laughs> is that? In the sci-fi novels that you read, do they? uh do they brandish rapiers,
2: mofo? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: We we hear about rape so much in the scene that we're in that when I hear the word rapier, I think it's like an adjective, it's and they're just,
2: saying I well, me- I'm screwing up the word rapist. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, this
0: guy's rapier, but this other guy's rapier. Like I, <laughs> I hear that's right. Really, oh man so by the way this is our 100th episode yes oh, welcome shit. jeff mcbride this guys. is well it's my 100th episode kind of it's like your 70 something um, uh-huh. It's um welcome jeff mcbride to our 100th episode uh, spectacular I feel
2: honored where
0: we're gonna be doing the exact same thing that we always do on the show which is uh which is pretty fantastic here let's, let's do let's it take a minute to meet our guests as we always do up front in the show jeff mcbride runs a uh podcast called let's talk about sets correct
2: yes s-e-t-s like comedy sets
0: yes and that's what it is and it's funny because our show we specifically avoid doing inside comedy topics Mm -hmm. and your show is literally the nuts and bolts of comedy of
2: the nuts and bolts not comedy industry but of actual stand-up comedy performance and writing it's the science and craft of stand up. Uh, and that's, that's. Yes. Yes.
0: So if you're an aspiring comedian or if you just want to hear some uh, people who know their shit talk some shop, check out Let's Talk About Sets. Um, if you're not into it, then may, might not be the show for you, but yeah, click it anyway, because why not? It's very
2: niche. I'll say one more thing about it. it. We also, I think the thing that really makes it work is we play curated, fantastic stand up comedy on the show, then we break it down. And we do that according to a very specific theme, like openers or dark humor, or the most recent one was irreverence. And that, I think, makes it a little, a little different.
0: Yeah, so each episode, you hit a different um, target. Yes. Yeah. I don't mean like target demographic. I mean target topic.
2: Yes. Every, yeah. every episode has a specific theme that we're analyzing.
1: I love that. Jeff also runs a monthly show uh, at The Mockingbird, which is in the East Village. Wonderful venue. And he also runs a weekly comedy show at The V Spot, also in the East Village, on Tuesdays. When will this come out?
2: Week, week and a half, give or take? Yeah, so the first one is called Special Tonight. It's special-tonight.com. It is $10 all-you-can-eat tacos plus fantastic stand-up comedy. We hire seller-level, comedy-central-level comedians to come in. And perform significantly better than my co-producer and I do, <laughs> and uh, and that one's monthly, and then the other one is is the weekly one that you
1: mentioned. By the way, ten dollars is is Insane. less than average what you would pay for either one of those things
2: yes yes you yeah. would not it, you would not be able to find a comedy show
1: at uh a, a, a for nope. ten dollars usually not
2: at this caliber no yeah
1: not at this caliber and ten dollars for all you eat tacos i don't think you'd really find and is that. it on like a weekend night too
2: it's on a friday night That's it's not crazy it's such a good deal it's such a crazy deal people i, I don't even get any further than ten dollars all you can eat tacos and new yorkers go what i don't care about the comedy what did you just say yeah, yeah. no
0: exactly it's really funny so if you're in New York City and you want to see some awesome uh, comedy on the weekend, definitely check out Special Tonight. It's special-tonight.com. Second dot com. Friday.
2: Yes, it's okay. special-tonight, special-tonight.com. And it's the second Friday of every month.
0: Absolutely. So you know what? Let's do a choose our own adventure episode today. We're going to let our guests choose which story to do first today. Uh, do you want to do hot cross buns or
1: drag queens first? Let's do hot cross buns first. Right. Hot cross buns. Okay, this story comes to us from down under in Australia, where supermarket giants Woolworths and Coles both came under fire for stocking Easter hot cross buns one day after Christmas. So apparently hot cross buns are some sort of snack-like item that are traditionally served around Easter. I yeah, this, you know I didn't that, know that about famous this. children's song, hot cross buns? I, I do know hot that song. Cross, yeah, okay. Yes, and yeah. that, I never knew what it was referencing until today.
0: Well, the cross is literally a cross. It's like a religious... Right. Um, Thing. I was raised Catholic, so it's a, yeah, right. it's, it is a traditional Easter dish kind of, Okay, but it, 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 it's weird that it's out around Christmas, but it's like,
1: eh, it's just it's a Jesus holiday. <laughs> well, some, some <laughs> people weren't so chill about the, uh, about that. That's after Christmas. Yeah, people... You got to do Jesus, right? Oh, right. You have to do, it has to be around his birthday or yeah, these people, man, it's like a religion to them. They take it seriously. <laughs> So people flooded the comment section of both stores against the hot cross buns. Uh, one commenter said, come on, Coles, Are you serious? It's New Year's Eve. Easter's not until four months away. This is ridiculous. You know what's ridiculous is, you know, that you're commenting on wh- whether a, a, a dessert sold by a supermarket. Well, I think
0: it's ridiculous. He's on the Internet getting outraged on Christmas Eve. It's right. like, dude, like maybe you should call your your family if you have one that loves you, or yeah. even, even one that's estranged. It's a good night. It's a good night to call that dad you haven't seen in seven years, okay? And and say, hey, you know, uh, we haven't talked, but Merry Christmas. And have you seen this goddamn fucking Coles hot cross buns? Let's go together. Let's go smash some windows, Dad. I love you. I miss you.
2: Gotta be honest, I I, I, I gotta be honest. But I was not aware that this was just that this wasn't just a really shitty way to teach piano. Like I, I I, until I read this article,
1: (laughs) and I was like, "Did you also have the same feeling about chopsticks? You're like, wait, chopsticks are an actual thing? Yeah, I had no no
2: idea that was a Chinese
1: song. Not to,
0: (laughs) not to put your life on this play. I thought you grew up like conservative Montanan
2: Yeah, but we didn't have hot cross buns as a thing. I, I was totally unaware of this as a thing. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's a maybe Catholic it's, treat.
0: Maybe it is a hardcore like yeah. Irish Catholic style thing. It Could
2: be because I grew up Protestantish, so like
1: <laughs> Protestantish,
2: yeah. So
1: it's another one of the things that Catholics and Protest- Protestants disagree yeah, on. Um,
2: it was it was the third thing on that uh, Martin Luther. Uh, hammered up on the wall about it It was, it was those <laughs> fucking buns
0: <laughs> Yeah it was It was one of the One of the breaking points really He's like you know we disagree on all the genesis But the way you make your fucking bread Is just absurd
1: yeah. He probably thought it was coming out too early And he's like just fuck the buns all together <laughs> You're ruining it for everyone Barbara Lindbergh wrote uh, Oh I lo-
2: she's my favorite She's totally my favorite can I, can I can I read it the way I read it Absolutely, absolutely. Okay because she's really fat and, like, and so, and this is my favorite comment. She, she was just like, I love eating them, but the seasons are being forced on us for the retail dollars. <laughs> and that's the only reason they do it so soon. And like, I feel like only like a really fat person would feel like simply offering a sweet is ha- having it's forced on them. <laughs> It's like, it's basically, I didn't have a choice. You can't offer my favorite sticky buns
0: and not call it coercion. So she's torn, it sounds like, between her fatness and her religion.
1: What I love is how she's like, they're only selling them to make money. Like she's cracked some sort of Illuminati <laughs> yeah, yeah, code. Yeah, yeah, she's like,
2: she's just. They're like, I I know what's happening. I, I know what they're up to. They're making us buy them by offering them, and they're so good. Here's their
1: game. Here's their game. See, they don't... They're not giving it away for free. They're making them give them money in exchange for the, the good, and they're just doing it so then they can purchase goods and services with the money that they make from that. I've cracked the system.
2: It's like putting peanut butter on the cock of capitalism. <laughs> no dog can resist that.
1: <laughs> They've reduced us to animals. I know if I know I know two things in this one. <laughs> one, hot cross buns are delicious. And two, there is a profit motive in <laughs> capitalism. <laughs>
2: Yeah, man, she figured it out, Man, dude. this
0: is some hot Catholic outrage, these <laughs> hot cross buns. Uh, so, specifically, it's Catholics, it's, right? It, it's religious folks down I in Australia. I don't know
2: that it's, 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 it's specifically Easter, but is this a Catholic tree? Well,
0: Easter is a... You know the story of Easter, Jeff? Yeah. I, I'll be happy to tell you and all the children <laughs> listening if you'd like. I know all about it, dude. Okay, so there was a guy named Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he... Uh, God. Fucked,
2: that dude fucked up.
0: They, yeah, people yeah. got pissed. Some people didn't like him, and uh, there was, like, a whole, like, crucifixion like yeah. you and know I thought he was dead he wasn't dead or well
1: jeff but knows it all because jeff's mom's ancestors killed jeff's dad's ancestors. oh that's right
0: yeah, yeah you're uh well you're half on that team yeah, yeah
2: yeah my mom's a jew but she converted pretty hard over to uh christianity when i was young but but i we never we never had the holy biscuits or whatever this <laughs> is
0: like rolls well no the, the the biscuits also known as the eucharist that's what they give in church and this is something else yeah That's, uh, yeah. We're here to educate some people on some things. Uh, Sandy, do you have another quote over there for
1: us? Yeah. Every year, Christmas and Easter products are coming out earlier and earlier. Be better than the rest and stop devaluing our special holidays.
2: (laughs) It's like, it's, it's weird. Like what they're really mad at is the invisible hand of the market. Right. No. (laughs) Of of the, the supply-demand curve of hot cross buns of, of of holiday of seasonal appropriate pastries. That's what they're mad at. They're like, the, the the invisible hand of the market should not trump our religion. And it's like money has always
0: trumped your religion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I'm sorry. Uh, do you want these tax deductions or not, asshole? Um, you know what, though? From that angle, I actually agree a little bit with the outrage because I'm one of those people who, like, when I walk into a fucking CVS and it's, like, Halloween and there's three aisles of Christmas shit already, I'm one of those people who's like, oh, come on. So yeah. if they're going to come at it purely from that angle of, like, oh, come on, I'm kind of with it there. But you to know? the
2: point where you take it to the Internet... <laughs>
1: No, like, I just say, "Oh, come on," and I move on with my day cuz yeah, I'm not that, crazy. And that's, but you know why CVS is offering that? It's because people are buying it. I guarantee you if people aren't buying it, they're right. not going to take up 3 aisles. Right. Well, yeah, so, yeah, and it's the same situation well, just a different again, example. going yeah.
2: back to Barbara Lindbergh's point, <laughs> right. they're basically forcing her hand down into the treats back up into her mouth. <laughs> that's the invisible, the invisible hand, hand of the hand market is shoving it. Her. Right.
1: <laughs> All right, so I always like to pick stories which have a larger theme of the outrage is silly, but then I, mm-hmm. there's a larger outrage theme, and okay. it's it's just annoying how people live in a in a society and they they get upset at corporations, uh, in quotes, for doing something that there's just nothing to be upset about, and this is what this is what yeah, like you live in a f- country lucky enough that you can walk into a store voluntarily and there's just food everywhere. And, it's, and you don't have to go into that store, and you don't have to buy anything in that store. And then there's – you're just going to get Barbara. upset. What?
2: Barbara doesn't have yeah. a choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, unless you're everyone else but Barbara. Somebody somebody dragged her
0: in, took her wallet out, and made her buy the hot cross buns.
1: But it, That's, the, it's, yeah. it, the store occupies a, a certain latitude and longitude, which you don't have to go to. You, you, you're lucky enough to live in a world where you can just go in and then s- – there's just shit everywhere, and then you're just gonna have the mental capacity to care about what what one part of the store is selling, and then be angry about it, and then comment on the internet. And I just feel like this is this is a just, lot of effort, is what you're saying. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's people just are entitled and fat and stupid <laughs> and don't know anything and just have no filter on their complaints, and it's killing us. And this is what the show is all about.
2: Yeah. So by the way, that I I I think isn't that your. Uh um oh wait, I, can I mention your other career? Yes. Oh, I, I was gonna say, isn't that how that's that's what you tell your clients, right? All of what you just said. You're fat, you're stupid <laughs>
0: So my name's a psychiatrist, for those of you who haven't visited right, him yeah. regularly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's called talk, tough talk therapy. Tough
1: talk, <laughs> <laughs> tough talk therapy. And people pay for it. And so I what you're saying is door. people,
0: rather than just being outraged and going on the internet, they should just vote with their pocketbook and not buy it. And if enough people don't buy it, it won't happen next year.
1: No, right? I'm saying that th- this shouldn't even register on any sort of uh, upsetting level. Um, right. And when you go into CVS and you're upset at the... You need to check yourself and be like, I'm a ridiculous, entitled white boy from Connecticut and I need to shut the fuck up. Because they uh, have no perspective
2: it, yes. of the, the level of, of opulence in which they live. Is That's what you're saying. Yes. Right? I think there's an even deeper level, which is the tyranny that people impose on when you eat what. What the fuck? Why are there breakfast foods? Why are there Easter foods? Why are there things? It's all. Why, why does it matter when you eat what or when it's offered? Like that's that's a level of tyranny that is global.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> I would. I. I you know. You're, you're, so you're saying we don't have a choice, Jeff? What I'm is saying, that what you're saying? No. I'm saying to, that
2: people want to take your choices away. They're trying to like like they they want to be like you should only eat these buns at at on Easter. Yeah. They're trying to take choice away. And here we have these noble corporations trying to give us more choice. That's that's they're yeah. fighting the tyranny. And by the way,
0: speaking of the different times of day, I've noticed that with breakfast food specifically, the later at night I eat it, the more I enjoy it. Is it because it's like taboo food at that point? Yeah. Uh, no, like, it's usually because I'm drunk. I just really want some. <laughs> eating an omelet pancakes. at three in the morning, like
1: I'm being bad. <laughs> this should be at seven in the morning, and I'm eating at three in the morning. <laughs> but I mean, like, even just the
0: idea of being outraged at
2: when a food is offered like that to me is just like baffling like why is that on not in the solid category of appropriate apathy why why would you care like i don't that that to me doesn't i I get the whole don't don't start shoving the holidays in my face sooner than necessary we get why like but on the other hand it works so if yeah, it didn't work. They wouldn't do it.
0: Well, you see, yeah, and so as far as the outrage verdict goes in this one, uh, I'm going fake outrage, but I will put a small sort of uh, caveat on that a little bit, because you know you said you didn't know what they even were, yeah, and I had to explain it to you. Like I understand somebody who's very into the religion looking at it being like that's kind of weird. That's a little early, but at the same time, it's like well, it's a different Jesus holiday, yeah, but whatever. You, that's the extent is, of it. Why that's is the extent all of your it.
1: why does if you're annoyed at something? Why do people automatically think that it's something that everyone else's? It's someone else's problem. Why can't people look inward when they're annoyed and be like, "Do I have a right to? Should I be annoyed at this? Do I have to blab my fucking feelings out to everyone because they're my feelings and everyone has to know what my feelings are?" Well, that's, that's what this show is about, right? <laughs> and that's and that's and, and that's and, this is why we right? up the story.
0: This and
2: is, this and this is like this is what's happening right now in general. We now have this outsized ability to bullhorn our thoughts and feelings as we're doing in the, at this very moment, um, people who otherwise would never have had a voice and they wouldn't have had the courage to say anything because they have to face another person to be heard. But now you don't have to face another person, look in their eyes and be like, fuck your sticky buns. Fuck your fucking, you, you're ruining my, they wouldn't, they didn't, they, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have courage to do that, but now they can just take to Twitter they're hot and cross buns, not sticky
1: buns. Person. And I think everyone's – I think at, at least I, I feel like in America or at least in our bubble, people's feelings are being taken more seriously. Like if you feel a certain way, that's like – that's everyone's problem. But I think that you – there should be some scrutiny and your feelings aren't – shouldn't just be validated if they're bullshit. Says the psychiatrist. Yeah. No, yeah. really. No, no, no. I mean all of their – no, listen. Your feelings if, are
2: not valid.
1: No, you know what? All of therapy is you don't control the world and you have to like, no, this is like going back. I mean, you have to like control your own feelings and challenge your own feelings and and try to like do therapy on yourself because the whole don't you don't expect the world to change for you. Right. And then understand where that's all that's coming from. Uh, and be introspective. That's psychiatry. That's right. The fake outrage report where only our opinion matters.
0: Right. Uh, so I take
1: it you're going fake outrage in this one, Sandy. Is that right? Yes. You you cr- Just like, uh, what's her name? You cracked the code, Phil. Yeah, no. I- <laughs> you cracked the code of where I was going to go. <laughs> you,
0: you may or may not have tipped your hand as soon as you introduced the topic.
2: Given that, like, I don't know, like, I didn't even know, like, Jesus was into danishes or whatever, <laughs> like... Especially when he's like it's like, oh fuck, man, I am so hungry after being dead. Like, seriously, like like resurrecting a fucking work up a the work of a mean appetite I for some, some sweets. Buns.
1: My sweet tooth's going crazy. Well, he is associated with the carbs. Cause I, I I mean, again, you guys are like, but don't you, when you go to the church, aren't they giving you some sort of carb? Well, yeah, he's he's uh,
0: yeah, it's a little fucking cardboard thing, the little round. No, it's not like a carb. You know, carb but Jesus carbs. does have it's, it's
2: like one carb.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> but Jesus does have the body of a swimmer, and you need a lot of carbs if you're a professional swimmer. So I feel like that's related somehow too. I right, mean, but- actually, I don't think he swims at all. Doesn't he walk on water? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How to get that hot fucking rockin' bod then? Dan, the Jesus workout coming soon. So too. so it's
2: fake
1: outright rage. Meaning he does CrossFit. Like, that this joke's is an- been, that joke's not my joke.
2: Meaning this is a non. This is a non-article. Like, it's non-news. This is just...
0: It's something that people, we believe that
1: people shouldn't waste their goddamn energy being mad about. But this is a story that did... This uh, This completely occurred. It's a story. It's on the internet. Some journalist, quote-unquote, spent time and <laughs> space. And- it is
2: on the Daily Mail. Like, you had to... Like, the Daily Mail yeah. is is such... A, like, just even the way they write is... We're known
1: is- for
0: taking um, all types of news sources. We do use a lot from them... And uh, I like bet the Metro, because they, they run stories that are hilarious and don't really make it across the pond very often.
1: And, but they run stories that they know have, will have an interest in, in viewers. Like people will read a lot this of and be like, baby. Yeah, man, Christmas is coming earlier. Yeah, man, fucking corporations. Yeah, they, they're on, they're you know, the equivalent yeah. of those of you, if you're like in,
0: in, in, you know, you don't know what we're talking about. They're the equivalent overseas of like the post, like the New York post, they're very like uh classic tabloidy. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of their yeah, style. Yeah, we're right.
2: So, yeah. so we-
0: it's solid. Are we ready to move on to the next Jesus-related story? Wait,
1: did Jeff didn't you didn't officially rule
2: on whether this is legitimate outrage or fake outrage? Yes. Um. So I just want to get clear on the terminology. So like 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 fake outrage. In what? Why? Why you give me that look? Like. <laughs> like so so genuine outrage is i want to take to the streets this is wrong i can't live in a world like this and the fake outrage is i want attention and I want, uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I want to tweet I wanna... at somebody.
0: And also, it's oh, there's also like a time frame. Like, do you mm. think that in three days anybody's going to be talking about this or not? Ah, uh, okay, that kind of shit. No, because we'll
2: be close enough to Easter. Then all of a sudden, it's, <laughs> ap- it's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, the problem is they were two days too early.
1: A, a lot of the Barbara th- will be mad at Dunkin' Donuts for an uh, offering. Donuts a lot of it, it is something. wasted energy on the flavor
0: of the week outrage mm-hmm. versus something that we think actually has legs. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, you know, and so I don't think that this is the kind of thing people are going to be petitioning or picketing to really take it off the show. Uh,
2: you don't think that people are going to be talking five years from now about Bunsgate? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. No, I don't. And that's why I'm, ru- I'm ruling fake outrage. Yeah, it's totally one. fake. It's just so, okay. just so
2: dumb. I don't understand why people aren't more apathetic about things like this. Like, it's so, like <laughs> this is just like, how could you possibly... Your world has to be so small. Uh, and you're uh, 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 directly... Uh, what is it? Um, and When it's the opposite of how big you are. Because <laughs> <'cause> Barbara's huge. <laughs> oh, man. Inversely Je-
0: correlated. Je- Just yes, on there the we fat go. Fat jokes today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on now to a different international story. Two international stories this yeah. week. This next one comes from Madrid, Spain. España. Yeah. And more... Uh, Jesus-related conservative outrage this week, and it's weird because we on it. We both picked these stories separately. Sandeep, we didn't intend for there to be a theme of religion this week. But tis tis the season. Tis is Actually, the season. sorry,
2: tis always the season
1: now because oh, yeah, sooner okay. and sooner because you're within anytime you're within four months is the season.
0: Apparently, yeah. If, if as long as you're within a quarterly, it's okay. So what happened was in Spain they have this big parade each year. Called the Epiphany Parade, which is for King's Day, which is another one of the religious holidays. That one is not nearly as big uh, here in the states. You barely hear about it, but it's a big effing deal uh, in very more more kind of old worldy countries. Spain's one of them, and there is a parade where they have you know different characters and people dressing up and all this stuff, and it's very traditional. And they decided that they were this year like Halloween for Jesus. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. If if you want to do that, but it's not like participatory the way that the like Halloween parade in New York is. Oh, you couldn't this just... This is like a traditional, like people are dressed up in like traditional garb and doing uh, traditional sort of like... Got know, it. For lack of a better term, like nativity related kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, they did this thing where they decided this year that the people that played the three wise men were going to be played by not men. They're going to do two women and one dude in drag, which I guess is a man. And people are
1: pissed about this. Are they pissed about the the collection or the drag queen specifically? I think a little bit of both, but mostly towards the drag queen
0: type thing. Who's the most similar to a man? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to go purely from that angle. And there's a lot of hours, a lot of religious leaders, a lot of political leaders out there who are a little more on the conservative end Said a lot of things. One of them is Begonia Vilasius, who is a city councilor, and he said, quote, The Parade of Kings should quite simply be what the children expect it to be, unquote.
2: Well, yeah, someone... which by the way, I when I read that, I was like, Well, who's setting their expectations? Like exactly. you're like adults are setting their expectations. So like that's <laughs> like you told them what to expect
0: (laughs) you you got it wrong this year (laughs) yeah it's like they're young moldable minds so
2: that's a bullshit argument they're like they're they're they're, they're upset about themselves they're not upset about their kids
0: yeah the 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 won't somebody think of the children argument yeah 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 yeah. what would the child? what will the children
2: think oh you're gonna think what you tell them pretty much
0: i'll tell you what they're gonna think they're gonna grow up thinking oh we can have wise women too yeah right right right, and not give a shit (laughs) because they're young they're moldable. they're young beautiful minds So yeah, I definitely agree with that, Jeff. There's another guy who said, and his name is Jose Luis Martinez Almeida, one of those awesome Spanish names that are 14 names, or really four, and he's a spokesman for one of the political parties there, and he said, we support gay pride, but we believe that King's Day should be respected as a religious holiday.
2: Yeah. Um... I, just as a, sort of like a s- side note on this, I really didn't like the Twitter comments in particular um, because they're all in Spanish and mm-hmm. I uh, am too dumb to learn another language. So I I really took offense at those.
1: Okay. <laughs> they should
2: They should
1: have the courtesy.
2: Spend, yeah, like spend some time translating if you want me to care.
0: That, 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 <laughs> Jeff, that's where these quotes are from.
2: Yeah, but it's the rest the, of it's in English. These quotes are from the translations of the Spanish tweets. Yeah, I guess I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Which is, it fills me with outrage, actually.
0: Uh, you know, we also have Google Translate, and we also have uh, friends from all around
1: the world. I-, I thought about... I do think that when people are going to tweet in another language, they should just, like, you know, airport signs, they, they'll have, like, the sign in the native language and then English. Yeah, if English is not your native language, you're only using emojis, goddammit. Yeah. In the woke countries, they actually have English. Like, I, I think everyone should communicate like that. Um... <laughs> In other countries. So as far as the religious uh, holiday argument,
0: Jeff, do you kind of put that in the same category as the children argument? Like, well, come on. Okay. That one might actually have legs. This
2: is a little different because Mm -hmm. what's happening to my mind is you're challenging a deeply rooted mythology that people use to define themselves. In this case, uh, you have a story about three wise men. I mean, it's pretty clear that they're men now, who knows what was masculine at that point in time? Masculine changes from culture to culture and era to era wildly. Uh, like, I think the,
1: the, <clears> the throat> masculine throat> tends to beat the feminine. That's the uh, that's pretty solid throughout all cultures.
2: Um, I, what do you in mean by case, beat? Do you mean yeah. physically, <laughs> yeah? Or, or did they win? Or like, what are you saying? Well, physically, but, uh, that's how they won because the... they're bigger. <laughs> well, uh, I, I would actually. Beg to differ, because um, uh, well, because actually, power in society does not is not originate from your uh, your strength. In, in you can't just if you're a if you're a teenager, you can't just go beat up the mafia boss and now you run the mafia because you're stronger than him. Power comes from where people believe power is. So mm-hmm. I don't know that the strength argument really matters here, but I think we're a little off topic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. I kind of like where we're going with this. Uh,
2: I yeah, I'm totally happy to yeah, talk about it. I think I think have what's been, underneath there have
0: it, been matriarchal societies throughout history. Very few, but but, the, but but they've existed. But what's going on? What's really
2: I think going on here is you're challenging. You're you're uh, making a parody of uh, of a traditionally masculine myth, and that is very upsetting to to a lot of people. Like when you to it, it's like. It's an insult to to men who who hold their masculinity dear and have bought into uh, that are pris that are prisoners of the patriarchy themselves. Then they then they see like then they, then you challenge their idea of of gender, they get pissed. So I think this is real outrage.
0: Um, yeah, I I think that's an interesting angle. I never actually thought of any of the things you just said till just now. So I'm kind of processing it. Well, as what, I was ramble. Your, what was your take on it well my take on it was like who gives a fuck well sure you know but i think
2: their outrage is legit
0: yeah and you know what i think i'll lean with you on this because here's my thing with like inserting diversity into various productions of different types if you shoehorn something in and it feels forced to the point where you just said where it could be insulting Mm -hmm. i think that there could be a case for some legit outrage there but if it's just like oh hey one of the superheroes you like to like uh like is black now and people get pissed about that like that's stupid.
2: Well again you know? it depends on how dearly people hold their myths. This myth yeah. is really old and really deep. The, the the this is like this is this is like bedrock Christianity, right? That just like come on dude, if they had a woman playing Jesus, Oh, people would be livid. Where's a drag queen playing Jesus for this particular parade? It's one thing where like it's one of the three
0: wise men, huh? One of the three wise men,
2: right, right, right. But I'm saying like like you, these myths are deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Now, but for a comic book nerd, Wolverine being a woman would be very, probably very upsetting because they care about that myth a lot,
0: or a very specific fetish. If
2: you're on
1: the the other hand, like you know, like when you know, like. uh... Oftentimes during sex, women will scratch the back of the man. Yeah, that's what so I'm him. getting. At and the... that would be a really yeah. painful fuck. Yeah. Fuck or, or if you're female, into it,
0: you're but... into it. But you know, let's only ask you a, a question then, Jeff. Uh, so you're saying it depends on the type of um, mythology that people yes. hold dear. Yes. So are you sort of giving this particular instance special treatment because it happens to be super religious?
2: yeah I think there's a okay. in particular like you're what they're doing is they're taking a it sounds like from the reporting they're taking a a holiday parade that has been traditionally formal to an extent it seems like i don't know I haven't seen it, but it seems like it's not a bacchanalian like free for all everybody's fucking drunk what is that working in the um, Bacchus was like that. this, I think was, uh, he was a Roman god of wine and and love. He's like Cupid kind of, anyway. so Cupid it, for booze. Yeah. Uh, and, um, <laughs> it, it's, a, it typically means like, 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 um, intoxication and sex and whatnot.
1: So well, I'm, I'm learning all sorts of shit from Jeff from this podcast. This is why the, the, we learned the rapier sword <laughs> and the, uh
2: i usually hide this level of nerdis nerdism uh because it just gets a lot of weird looks uh, but i felt
0: free because we we're talking geez, like so let, let me get back to the article <laughs> okay. and i'm actually going to respond to what you just said with a quote from somebody who's more uh, on the left because the, the, the two quotes i've said so far are people on the more right mm-hmm. this other gentleman said uh his name is rocco perez or or paco i think it was paco or rocco whatever he's Something Perez. He's a leftist and he's a politician oh, out there. It's Paco. Yeah. Paco Perez. That's a badass name. Anyway. And he says the uh, quote, it's to embrace diversity. It's not a drag queen performance. And that they were very careful to still stay with the traditions and childhood uh, sensibilities. That wasn't a quote. I shouldn't have said the word quote. Anyway. So, yeah, what they said was it wasn't going to be like a, like a drag show where people were doing like burlesque. And, hey, we're the three wise men. Here's some nipples. It was going to be like the same exact show as always. It just mm. was going to be two women and a dude instead of three dudes. But they knew
2: that they were pushing the envelope with the conservative people who hold this particular thing dear, right? They, they had to know they're like championing diversity, which I'm not criticizing yeah. in the least. I'm simply saying – there are people who like things the way they are and they don't like when you challenge when you challenge, they're doing two things at once. They're challenging the, their particular versions of gender. That's like, Oh my God, it's so deep identity uh, for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. they don't like when you challenge, when you, when you mess with their deeply held religious mythology.
0: Yeah. I think that this story does hinge on religion because I used the superhero uh, comparison beforehand And it does just depend because some people who are like F religion are definitely going to be like, well, fuck your outrage. You know, this is 2018 now. And other people who are like more sensitive to it are going to be like, you know, like I kind of see where you're coming from. It is a three wise men. And uh, this is maybe pushing a little bit too far. That's kind of what you're saying.
2: I mean, I mean, that's their understanding of it. Right. Yeah. Like, Like, so they have again, it's like it's this is this has an element of irreverence in it in that they're not respecting the quote facts of the story and and so it's going to push some people's buttons because of what it is I think.
0: Yeah, so you know in, in the case of the holidays and tradition so you would say that this is not, you know, worth the fucking controversy. They should just keep it normal so nobody No, gets I'm not
2: saying that at all. I'm okay. just saying that their outrage is legitimate. I'm not condoning or or uh trying to say that this is a bad good or bad i'm not judging it either way i'm simply saying that the people because i i'm totally non-religious and i think that and i don't and this diversity yeah. i want i want all the fuck it but like well but, just
0: by the way for the record yeah. uh, uh jeff mcbride is a bisexual man who used to be married to a black woman so uh he is winning the oppression olympics in the room that we're in right now <laughs> so he's allowed to talk more, no i'm saying that's why i'm you're allowed to talk everybody's more than a lot of people allowed are. to
2: talk i like i i don't know um I, I don't think you have to like couch it in identity, like. But but I,
0: some people do. So I, know, I had to put fuck, that disclaimer but fuck down.
2: Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah. So, but, but yes. I, fuck them. But I am trying to like put myself in the shoes of people of if, 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 like a conservative person because we have our sacred cows too. You know, you come if you come to if you come to New York and you start saying faggot everywhere, people are going to get really pissed off. And they're going to be like, and, and unless it's a really well written joke, in which yeah, case yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, but, I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is that everybody has their things that they hold dear, and then when you transgress on those things, then they are outraged at your transgression. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying that this matters. Clearly, I don't think it does at all. I think it's stupid. But but <laughs> I, I I do. Fuck it.
0: Who cares? What does this? What does this change? So, uh, so focus a- on bombs and like like real things. So let me ask you a question then uh as compared because i think well, what i think jeff's we're gonna have to judge this on a different scale than we usually do i think rather than just doing a straight blanket fake or regular what do you think of this sandy if we judge this as you've got a case and it's more outrageous than the previous story we did but like also eh,
1: what do you think of that that'd be I, my th- official this whole story is very confusing to me i don't i don't know the, what, the what's confusing about it just There is a story with certain characters. I didn't understand the reason for... Oh, that's right. You don't do
0: the whole Bible thing because you're...
1: yeah. But it's not that. It's just (laughs) what's the reason for putting two women and a a transgender person in the the role of three wise men, and how does that promote diversity as I understand it? It puts them front and center in a large demonstration. if If I'm making a documentary about Hitler... And I have to do what if I'm, and then I I cast like a a, a black woman. I, what what am I doing there? What's the point of it? How is that promoting diversity? I think women should be able to be a doctor if they want to be a doctor. Yeah. But why did Why are you forcing something into a role of like three wise men? I don't I don't get what they're, they're
2: doing. They're with th- it. I th- I do genuinely believe that they're intentionally thumbing their nose at the religious conservatives. I think that that's I think that that's Do so you they, think
0: that this is a troll they, job?
2: I, I if if this is not a party kind of parade if this is it's a not. more a religious ceremony yeah. and then they decide to change the gender and toss in a drag queen person, they had to know, given the the type of conservative religious people who are going to care about this ceremony, mm-hmm. that they're going to piss them off.
1: And if you're going to thumb your noses at religion, why are you holding the parade? You're holding that this is the religious parade that's well, supposed to be somber, Because right?
2: they want to co-opt it and change the values. And, you know like, they're They're challenging values here. I, I think I think they're trying. That would be my guess based on you the know reporting. what you
0: you flip me. I'm going legit on this one. I am. I'm, I'm going to go legit outrage because diversity is wonderful. We're not anti women or anti drag. By the way, drag shows are fucking fantastic. I recommend them to everyone. But uh, I yeah, I think this might be and, uh, pushing the wrong button. And I personally. Just on a personal level, I love that they're doing this it's
2: great. I like seeing religious people get pissed off about their about this stuff because I think that a lot of they have a lot of dumb old ideas that they don 't challenge and they don't that don't work in modern society and they don't and aren't nice to people and, and so I like it when those things get challenged and and by like token, I like it when my when my values get challenged and I learn something new
0: so verdict but John. I,
1: I, then I, I, I agree with all that you said jeff but then i but to to your point, or to the point of the, the outrage in this, challenge those values. Challenge the 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 things about religion that are not accepting of like of gay people. But then don't I don't see how this challenges. It's like a story, and then they're just putting the wrong people in the thing, and yeah, just for the just the kind of just for the fuck of it. And it's supposed to be some sort of somber parade. It's not like a Mardi Gras thing. No so verdict. You're going legit outrage I, too. I'm then. Legit I don't understand. Okay, all right. I, if you want to promote diversity, do it in a way that mm-hmm. that like. Achieves the ends of in the in the world that you want, like you want. Uh, uh, you're saying a transgender dude, person to be able to live their life well you know, if uh, without fear or safety and to, acceptance or
2: to to that point though. If what you're trying to do is break down the construction of gender, not sex, but gender as it, as it stands, and you're trying to to break that apart and say that this is a social construction and um and that man and woman. Are um, they, those those definitions change throughout time, and we want to show them to be false? We want to show that the emperor has no clothes in this situation. If you're trying to do that, it's actually a good way to do it because what you're doing, because to the point, of what what will our children think? Great, they're right because now their children will be like, well, yeah, but it's actually not that weird because I remember when I saw this when I was a kid. Oh, I see what angle you're saying that from. Yeah, me. So it's actually not yeah. a, a not a dumb way to you, you're they're normalizing um, gender fluidity. It within a religious context. Mm. And, and and so it is... That's why I think people are mad. They don't want ge- gender fluidity to be normalized in any way. They want to keep man is this, woman is this, despite the fact that men and wi- man and women, those definitions have changed wildly throughout time and and uh, society. So
0: what you're saying is it's good to challenge the status quo, but in the case where there's a story of three wise men, then... You're
2: playing with fire. You're
0: playing with fire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's unless it's like unless it's genuinely Halloween for Jesus
2: <laughs> in, in San Francisco, where you know they've got they've got drag queen Jesus all the time. I've seen it many many times. Like it was fucking great. It's hysterical. Uh, they have a whole. There's a big thing about where they do this uh, drag queen Jesus. So
0: I mean, like that's amazing.
2: Yeah, but this but this in this context, uh, yeah, man, they're 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 poking the hornet's nest, and then they're backing off and saying they're not doing it. Mm. They're like, oh you know no, what? no, no, we weren't oh, come on. It, it's own
0: it. Fuck you. You know what you're doing. All right. So that's my thought. Trinoa, I love that. That that's a great that's one of the best ways anyone's ever wrapped a topic up here. Um so before we go, we always give our guests the uh the chance. Jeff McBride, is there anything yeah. you are currently outraged about? Uh yeah. Uh, I mean like
2: you I'm a, sound it. I'm a comedian. I'm always <laughs> up, upset about something. Like we joke to to oftentimes deal with things that trouble us. Uh what is what it, what has me bothered most right now? Um you know it, it, it's it's like too big of a topic, but I just hit it. Uh, all Let's right. Go. Fine. Cuz I know we have time limit, right? So like what's our what's our time limit? Yeah, whatever. D- okay, it's it's that uh, right now, we are like we have a huge change coming in our society with um, automation, and almost no one's talking about it. I'm outraged that we're wasting our time on what idiot tweets what, And we have major changes in our society coming that are gonna put tons of people out of work faster than they can be retrained. It's going to break. I feel like it's gonna break our site and, and we just don't no one can, everybody is so focused on dumb shit everybody's so focused on like who fucks who and who dresses up as a woman and like, like so why are we, say why say are we not there's app- a lot
0: of uh fake outrage flying yeah. around yeah. yeah like like why i that, that that's what, what bothers me it's like they're real real issues that are going to impact all of us so you're outraged way. at outrage but specifically in the case that you have a certain topic that you want to talk about you feel is not getting enough attention <laughs> because of fake outrage <laughs> sure like well, I, no, that, how, how else are you gonna put that well
2: I, <laughs> I or or but, i mean fake outrage sure but it's it's i think there's genuine outrage here but it's almost like i would flip it and say like be apathetic about the right things like who, like if it doesn't affect your life and it won't affect your life stop worrying about it but like something is as, as as big as like being automated out of your job and and having entire industries become automate, automated like 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 driving like that's coming and it's coming soon and we didn't t- cover that in the last presidential election because we were too busy worried about who grabs whose pussy and i like and i'm not saying that some good didn't come out of that it, the whole all everything that's happening where, where women are rising up and we're having some sea change in our society is came from that experience from that experience but really it's still small potatoes compared to like what we're, i think we're about to experience so
0: you are uh, uh let me try to sum this up <laughs> no, no no i'm trying to define what you're what you're so you're we wish people would focus on the economic and technological aspects of what they should be outraged about rather than social issues.
2: I think a lot of social issues are just non-starters. A lot of, a lot of social issues are just non, they're just not, they're, they're, um, there, there are social injustices that, that should definitely be righted. And then there's all this other stuff that's just so pointlessly distracting. And I think that in, in the age of information overload, people don't know how to be appropriately apathetic toward things that don't matter.
0: That's what our show is literally for yeah, right, the, right. the community service that we do here Sandeep, every week. We say, why are you mad about this motherfuckers? Okay. Maybe you shouldn't be. Maybe you should focus on the automation and soon economic collapse that <laughs> Jeff McBride is here to. Uh...
2: I don't think it's going to be a collapse. I think it's just going to change things to such a degree. Like there's going to be this giant useless class. And then this other class of people that are going to be really like really do really well from it. It's just going to be uh and, and we're not going to be able to change fast. That, what I'm outraged about is that nobody's we're not talking about that every day. So the
0: impending class war you're outraged about. <laughs> well, who's gonna win?
2: Like, or it's gonna be the people with all the fucking robots. Like yeah. you know, like it's gonna be the people who who have the the it's 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 like it's it's it, I don't know, competition and capitalism run rampant. They're not bad things, they're great, they're part of what makes us awesome, but like it's worship to such a degree that now here we are and nobody's nobody's looking to rein it in everybody wants to just scramble to the top Mm -hmm. and and, i i am i I, yeah your your show is it i am outraged that that we waste so much time
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh i didn't mean to jerk myself off during your very (laughs) serious diatribe but like that's the thing the reason why i started this show was because of literally exactly what you're saying like Why are people wasting their goddamn energy on, you know, hot cross buns and who tweeted the wrong word or said something that was allegedly sexist this week when we have like major issues and, and not even impending issues, current issues. We have people that are like right now, there are people that are like in concentration camps. There are people that are starving. Somebody's getting their ass beaten right down the block from here, probably in New York. There are so many bad things that are happening that we we try to separate what should, should and shouldn't be you know, spent as your outrage energy. Uh, and yet it is ironic that we did
2: just spend an hour talking about non-items.
1: <laughs> hey, which is <laughs> you know, why our jobs are probably going to be taken by computers, <laughs> robots pretty soon. But exactly. Until that day happens, we're still here. Until that day and-
0: happens, you can always email us and tell us why we're assholes at report at gmail.com. Follow us at rep. You can follow Jeff McBride online at
2: JeffMcBride.com. You can also go to Let'sTalkAboutSets.com for my, uh, my podcast. And you can go to Special-Tonight.com if you live in New York and you'd like to see fantastic comedy and get great tacos once a month. And you can go to latenightromp.com if you want to see who the lineup is and what we're doing for our Tuesday free show, which God, is a workout I thought route. Late Night Romp
0: was something else you're about to start promoting because I know I'm you're kind of yeah, outside I'm this. I was like, wait, wait, Jeff, wait, wait, we didn't talk uh- about this. What kind of weird... Yeah, if you want to go to a gangbang later, go to jeffmcbride.com. Sandy <laughs>
1: Psen, mm-hmm. um, uh, any parting thoughts? Uh, until the robots take over, keep listening to us.
2: And even after... And even after...